Welcome to Under the Influence, a podcast documentary designed to dive deeper into the drinking culture here in New Zealand and the effect this culture has on teenagers. A quick warning, this episode contains explicit content and language. And if you don't like it, then you probably don't drink piss at a rate of notch, you fucking loser. Episode 1. The Culture. In order to answer the question that this podcast is based around, what effects does the New Zealand drinking culture have on teenagers, it is important to gain a better understanding as to what the drinking culture in New Zealand actually is. To me, the New Zealand drinking culture is all about drinking a lot of alcohol as fast as possible. This idea of, of drinking at a fast rate can also be known as binge drinking. The National Institute of Alcohol defines binge drinking as a pattern of drinking alcohol that brings blood alcohol concentration to 0.08% per deciliter or higher. Or in simpler terms, drinking a lot of alcohol with the intention of getting drunk. In New Zealand, around 1 in 3 men between the ages of 18 and 24 are likely to binge drink at least once a week. And in 2021, the prevalence of party drinking among New Zealanders aged 15 plus was 78.5%, equating to 3,248,000 people. So it's fair to say that drinking among New Zealand teenagers is very common. Yeah, I would say I drink alcohol on a regular basis. Uh, yeah, I do drink alcohol on a regular basis. Yeah, I would drink. Yeah, drink alcohol on a. Yeah, yeah. I drink very often now and then. You know, sometimes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I would pretty say often. I'm not exactly sure. It's hard to pinpoint it, but everyone around you is kind of drinks. It's quite a common theme in New Zealand. And if you're the only one that's not drinking, you almost feel a little bit left out. So there's definitely an aspect of kind of peer influence there. So for me, it just came down to my mates and that they were starting to drink. So I ended up drinking myself. Yeah. So do you feel that that's kind of the case for most people? A lot of people that are around them sort of people they look up to that they drink, so seen it seen it as a normal thing to do. Well, you've had, but you've missed at the same time, Frankie. So I, me personally, I don't think people drink because people they look up to drink. You know, when you're in a group of mates, you don't especially look up to your mates. You kind of just surround yourself with them. They're your friends. You enjoy hanging out with them. So me personally, I think the drinking aspect's more of a fitting in, don't want to miss out, having fun with them. It's not about looking up to them and trying to impress them. That's just my thinking. Yeah, but... You have an older brother, Harry. You have an older brother. Um, would you say you you'd say he's a he drinks on he do, he does drink a lot. In, in your younger years, you you would have looked up to your brother. Yeah, and he definitely has some heavy influence in my life. Yeah. You know, take this year for example, he's going down to Otago University as kind of a goodbye present. Leaves me a bottle of vodka and a box of beers. So I'm thinking, well, he wants me to drink these drinks. He wants me to have fun. He wants me to go out and drink. I guess. So I'm guessing from me, I'm thinking that his way of showing appreciation of me and uh, trying to get me to have a good time is by alcohol. So he didn't leave me a football to go play football with. He didn't leave me, you know, maybe a, a PlayStation game, heaven forbid. He left me a, some drinks to drink. So I think that's interesting and we can yeah. take something from that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And obviously with this um, this drinking culture here in New Zealand, do you feel like you yourself or other people are judged based on how regularly they drink alcohol and also how much alcohol they can actually consume. Yeah. yeah. So for that one, I think the first part of your question is quite accurate, you know, accurate. Uh, 
If you're drinking alcohol on a regular basis, you're often seen as cool and maybe popular, maybe you go to parties, you have a good time. I don't necessarily think it's so much about how much you drink, you know. If you go to a party, you drink five times the amount of someone else, then maybe you might look a bit cool. You might look like you're a bit of a good bloke, but I don't think it's so much about that personally. I just think it's more about actually how much, how often you're drinking and where you're drinking and what you're drinking. It's not so much about how much, if you're drinking eight, if you're drinking 10, if you're drinking 15, as long as you're there, you're seen as cool. But you've you've definitely been exposed to experiences where people are being egged on to drink more, sort of almost being abused for maybe being, being a lightweight, being weak, you know, not being able to drink as much as other people. What, like, that's obviously going to have a negative effect on, on people. Well, you can take it with a grain of salt, you know. You can take it in a good way or you can take it in a bad way. Some people might like that rivalry and they might like that uh, camaraderie and they might like that thing, you know. Oh, I can do this because that, that means he'll drink more, he'll get more drunk, he'll be funnier, he'll be a laugh. But for the majority of us, including me, nobody really enjoys that, you know. You go into a party to have fun, you might have some drinks, but you don't want to go there to suddenly get some big bloke rugby player at your neck forcing beers down your throat you don't want that do you You want to have a nice time and so I think that environment can get toxic and it can get a little bit frustrating for the individuals that just want to have a more relaxed time at parties and social events so majority of us don't like it but there is a few who probably react positively to it which I think makes the people continue to do such acts yeah and would you say that the the people that see that that sort of instance as being okay and acceptable would you see those those are the people that are forcing it onto those people that Definitely. maybe don't want to engage in that? Definitely. You know, you don't see someone who's not drinking much start forcing someone else to drink, you know? You never see it. It doesn't make sense. It's the people that are the drunkest, the rowdiest, let's face it, the biggest dicks, and just they're the ones that want to force other people to drink more, 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 because they think if they can drink a lot, everyone else should be drinking a lot, and if they don't, then that's just... You know, they're not cool, they're weak. There's many different buzzwords they throw around. Lightweight, fold, ridiculous terms, honestly have no meaning, and you just think, what the hell are you even saying? Yeah, and obviously, if you're, if you're that person that's being forced to, to drink, you, you might feel like that's, that's what you have to do to fit in, to like be a part of this group. Yep. And obviously, that's going to have massive, massive negative effects on your both mental and physical health. You know, to put it frankly, New Zealand has a terrible drinking culture. If you want to fit in and if you want to be popular within society, you have to be drinking a lot. If you're not, you're seen as an outcast, a weirdo, someone different, and it's quite toxic and negative to say the least. I think Harry sums it up well there. And artificial holidays like Crate Day also help in painting the picture of what the drinking culture here in New Zealand actually is. Crate Day is an unofficial holiday in New Zealand, held on the first Saturday of December each year. The day consists of drinking a crate of 12 745 milliliter beer bottles from 12pm until 12am the next day. And studies released in 2023 found that on Crate Day weekends compared to other weekends, twice as many drunk 17 to 30 year olds needed treatment at emergency departments in Waikato. Most patients were male.
The drinking culture in New Zealand is also projected all across social media. Kiwis like Matt Jordan, who posts various drinking challenges to his Facebook profile, SPM, or Shit Piss Mondays with Matt Jordan, regularly get thousands of views. His Crate Day special video has over 750,000 views on Facebook, and its Pavlova and Cody's video has over 130,000 views, with Matt's page having over 600,000 followers right on right his Facebook. If you're anything like me, you're absolutely hungover as fuck because it's a long weekend. Why is it a long weekend? It's fucking Waitangi Day. And what is Waitangi Day? It's Kiwiana. It's calling it. We won't go there. We won't go there, Matthew. But what we do have is a pavlova and a couple of fucking court cases in a can, Cody said percentus. What am I going to do? Well, I'm going to mix them all together and let's just see how this fucking goes. Matt Jordan isn't the only Kiwi projecting this drinking culture on social media. One Snapchat story named Send a Clock has over 3,000 members, including myself, where people post drinking videos that are usually videos of themselves or others scaling drinks, or forcing others to scale drinks. People are posting on this Snapchat story 24-7, and it really outlines what the New Zealand drinking culture is all about. That concludes the first episode of this mini-series. Hopefully you have gained a better understanding as to what the drinking culture here in New Zealand actually is. A culture where people are judged and criticised for not regularly drinking alcohol in large amounts. A culture that has made so many feel like it is a necessity to be drinking alcohol and feel like outcasts because they don't. All of this can't be positive for teenagers. Tune in to the next episode to learn more about the physical effects of this drinking culture.